Well, if you are listening to this live, well, not live, but on the day that it airs, it is the day before Thanksgiving in the United States. And I just want to take a little bit of a detour and share my grateful heart. So I hope you're okay with that. Take a listen. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. I said in the intro, this is the day before Thanksgiving in the United States, and it is my absolute favorite holiday. I know that kind of seems weird. I mean, I love my birthday. Don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. I love all those things. Um, But I love Thanksgiving because it's not tied to gift giving. I don't know about you, but it seems like when a holiday has gift giving, we can tend to um, just get the focus wrong and, or just, just be misguided on that. And, and, and it's easy to get focused on the things I mean, I'm super guilty of that as opposed to the um, intrinsic and just the relational parts of it. So Thanksgiving has always been an absolute favorite of mine. And I just wanted to take a chance to, one, thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. I look at the downloads and we're just shy of 20 thousand downloads. I I don't know about you, but even like saying that word, that number 20,000, that is not me. There's not any part of that that is because of me. That is all glory be to God because he is so good and he has seen fit to have this podcast reach so many different countries and so many different people and just in ways that I never would have from my corner of my room in Southern California. So I am just so incredibly grateful for each of you. And there's a very good chance that I'll probably cry sometime during this, um, just because my, my heart is just so overflowing with gratitude. And today I want to focus on one person in particular. And, and we if you're like our family, you go around the table and you know, what are you thankful for? And it's, we are grateful. I hope you're grateful. If you're not, um, well, take a look at that. Uh, Our pastor at church yesterday talked about 
really just we, what even happens to our brain physiologically when we express gratitude and how that changes and how it's just a, a jolt of dopamine and just giving you like those, um, what do they call that? But anyways, it's it, like that happy, happy drug, you know, it just gives you like that jolt of happiness and, and joy. And um, so there's something just so good. God designed us to be grateful and to give thanks. And um, we were talking about in First Thessalonians, that it talks about give thanks in all circumstances, not for all things necessarily, although we are, but we're to give thanks in all of those circumstances. So whether it's up, down, good, bad, indifferent, um, give thanks to the Lord. And I am grateful, like I said, for you. I'm so grateful for my family and my children and health and, and all of those things. But I want to take a minute and I really want to um, share a little story with you. I think the, what the Lord has impressed upon my heart in this last few weeks more than, than ever is my gratitude and thankfulness for my husband. Um, I've heard it said so many different times and I was just speaking with, um, the woman who is in charge of our women's ministry at church and we were talking about business. It's so funny because she, um, not as, not only is, um, in charge of our women's ministry, but she also teaches entrepreneurship at a local private university. And so I was talking to her because I just wanted some biblical, godly advice on business. And within that conversation, she said something that I've heard many times. And it was this, the best business decision you could ever make is who you choose as your spouse. And I don't know where you find yourself. Maybe you have a super supportive spouse. And if you do, that's a treasure. That's awesome. Or maybe you don't. And that's hard. And um, I know that the Lord has you wherever he has you for a very specific reason. But I want to tell you a little bit about my husband. And, um, we, we sang this song. It's, it's funny. It's an absolute favorite of mine and I cannot sing it at church without crying, like bawling my eyes out because, um, God is so good. So it's the, um, goodness of God by, um, by Bethel and, you know, it talks about, I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercies never fail me. And all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And the second verse in there says, all my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good with every breath that I am able. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And I tell my kids and my family, when I die, I will be in the presence of the Lord. They know that. And when they have a service, it's not about me. I It's all about Jesus. And I just want them to like lock the doors and sing about the goodness of God. That's it. And as I sing this song yesterday, I was specifically reminded of the goodness of God in my relationship with my husband. So here's something. Seven years ago, we were not in a good place. In fact, we were in a very bad place. 
we were looking down the barrel of divorce. Um, it was hard. And um, I say, I don't flippantly say those words. Um, I had already planned in my head that I was going to take my girls and we were going to go up to my cousin's house um, in Washington. And because I didn't want to be here for Christmas if we were not a family just hard. And obviously we're still together today and the Lord has done an amazing work. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for that because I look back and I look at this song and I think not only does it describe my entire life, but it describes my relationship with my husband. And I, I look at these dark days. If you've if you're married, um, you've likely experienced some sort of hard day. Uh, marriage is hard. It's, you know, it's, it's not easy. Uh, I think we, for myself, I wanted to get married. I wanted to have a family. And, but there's a difference between a marriage and a wedding, right? We dream of that wedding, like, girls, how long did you pour over Brides Magazine? Holy cow, I'm ashamed to say I had multiple volumes of Brides Magazine in my bedroom, even before I met my husband. But certainly after I met him and I had circled the wedding dresses and I watch my own girls now where they talk about their wedding dress and, you know, all of those components to a wedding. And it's different than a marriage, right? Marriage is day in and day out. And unfortunately, we came together as two sinners and we brought our own baggage with us. And it's, it's hard. And yet to see the goodness of God through all of that and to see how his goodness has been running after me and running after us and running after our children and to know how close he's held us and how he has preserved our relationship in ways that I never thought was possible. And so I just, I want to encourage you, wherever the Lord has you right now, whether it's your darkest night or your brightest day, he's there with you. He's there with you in all of those things. And while we're not perfect, we have struggles. We will never be perfect. Um, there's a lot of things we've done wrong. There's a lot of things that we've done right. And it's all because of our great God who loved us so much that he sent his son to die on the cross for us so that we could be redeemed from our sinfulness. And I I just want to share with you and and let you know a little bit of my heart. My husband has been extremely supportive of my business. And it's been really sweet in these last, especially this last year, as I have started something new, to watch him really come alongside and support me in so many different ways. And for me to want him to, you know, 
Like, we say that we want our husbands to, but then sometimes we don't really want them to. But to really, really see that. So, um, I hope that, that you are seeing your father running after you. And I hope that you're able to see his goodness. And I hope that you're able to see his faithfulness. And truly say, all my life, you've been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And, I mean, is there anything else we can be so thankful for? Like, our Father loves us. He runs after us. If he's not running after you, friend, then that's not good. That's not good. If if he if you are his child, then he's running after you. I love the end of this this song. You lead me and guide me, God. Faithful Father floods my soul. Oh, and you are my anchor. In the wind and the waves, you are my provider. Oh, yeah. And you lead me and guide me by your spirit and you walk. I have never walked alone. My joy, my joy every day. Oh, shepherd of my soul. Oh, what a joy to know you. Oh, the joy of knowing you, God. You're everything to me. So wonderful in all your ways, all your ways. So as you prepare to spend time with your family tomorrow, I pray that you... Um, Just spend some time giving thanks to the Lord in the ways that he has blessed you with your spouse. And yeah, he's not perfect. And newsflash, neither are you. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, neither am I. (laughs) We are both flawed, flawed, flawed people, right? And yet, how is the Lord blessing you in that relationship? What are the ways that he is molding you and and drawing you closer to him through that relationship? Maybe you don't have a story like ours that hit some serious bumps in the road. We've been married for 24 years. And friend, let me just be honest with you. um, About 15 years of those were not good. Just, we weren't honoring the Lord in a lot of different ways. And... The last seven years have been sweet, have been really sweet. When I look back and and see the ways in which the Lord has repaired so much. And what's funny is I remember talking to our pastor um, immediately after um, just some some things happened. And he said, Michelle, you don't you don't want to go back to that marriage that you had because that it was a broken marriage. It wasn't good. You you want the Lord to create something new. And at the moment, I was like, if I'm being honest, I was like, I don't want to be married at all to this guy. Like, I'm done. And yet, I knew that's not what would honor the Lord. And um, for, for me, I couldn't even have this vision of what it would look like. And I stand here today to say, oh, Lord, you are so good. You are so good. You have been so faithful and so good to me, to humble me, 
and to restore our relationship, to humble my husband, to bring us together in ways that I never thought possible. So as you get ready to celebrate this day of Thanksgiving, there's so much to be thankful for, even in the darkest days, if that's where you happen to be. I would just encourage you to to spend some time thanking the Lord for what he has given you and share it. I would absolutely love if you would tell me how the Lord has blessed you, whether it's this week, this month, this year, this decade. Like, how has the Lord blessed you? What is one thing that you are so incredibly thankful for? Look at your husband. What's something that you can be thankful for? I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. So I spoke to a woman about seven and a half years ago, finally, finally bearing my heart in different things. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't love him. I don't love him, you know? And this is what she encouraged me to do is to look at first Corinthians 13. And we know if you, if you're not familiar, first Corinthians, first Corinthians 13 is the famous passage on love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not jealous. It does not brag. It's not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Does not take into account a wrong suffered. Does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things. Love never fails. So she encouraged me to look at that, which we actually happened to have printed out and I had in a frame on the wall. And she said, Michelle, you can love your husband by loving God. So what I started doing was thinking, okay, so he's just going to get caught in the middle of all of this. I'm going to be patient because God calls me to be patient. So I'm going to be obedient to God. And and my husband's just going to get caught in the middle, right? I'm going to be kind Not because I want to, because Michelle does not want to be kind, but because I'm going to be kind and honor the Lord. And and he's just going to get caught in the middle of all of that. And so I encourage you, friend, if you find yourself in a situation where mm, you're just not so sure, don't really love him. You don't really love him. Um, Really read through this and be reminded of what God has commanded us to do and, and how can we love the unlovely in a way that honors the Lord. Now, please do not get me wrong. If you happen to find yourself in a situation that is abusive or uh, not safe for you and your kids, please, please, please seek wise counsel in what to do. That Please do not mistake what I'm saying here. But if you are like me, where you did not find yourself in an unsafe situation, Uh, Just a situation that was not honoring the Lord in a lot of different ways. Um, I would encourage you to really read through 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through the beginning of verse 8. And and just love because God calls us to love. And you just never know. And pray. Pray that the Lord will change his heart if that's what needs to happen. Because God answers prayer. And I know what you're thinking. Maybe you don't want God to change his heart because of whatever. I've been there before. Um, But I just want to encourage you today to um, be thankful for what God has given you. It might not look like what you 
think it should look like, uh, but our God doesn't make mistakes. And um, truly, I, I would love to hear from you. If this ministered to your heart, please share it. Share it in your stories and tag me so that I can thank you. I can reach out to you and say thank you and just encourage you to trust the Lord as you walk through these hard days. And if you've already walked through some of those hard days, encourage somebody else. Here's what I know is people don't talk about tough marriage. We talk about, you know, seeing the doctor. We need help because we've, you know, we're not feeling well. We talk about finding a good mechanic because our car is not working well. We find, you know, we talk about all of those different things. We, but we don't talk about struggles in marriage and we don't talk about struggles in parenting because our pride won't let us. And let me just be perfectly honest. That is what the enemy wants. He wants you to feel isolated. He wants you to feel alone, whether it's in your business, in your marriage, in your parenting, in any of your relationships. That's what the, that's what the enemy wants. And I'm here to tell you, whatever you're struggling with today, you are not the only person struggling with that. You're not the only person to have ever struggled with that. God knows all of it. And I would encourage you to surrender these, whatever it is that's on your heart before God Almighty. Because he loves you so much. Okay, friend, um, will you allow me just to pray? Dear Gracious Father, I thank you for each and every one of these people, who, these listeners right now. I don't know where they're at. I don't know where they find themselves right now. But I know that you are a good, good father. I know that your goodness is running after us. I know that you are so faithful. I know that you love us more than we could ever imagine. Thank you for songwriters that put into words and music in ways that we could not ourselves. Lord, I love you, Lord. Your mercy never fails. All of our days, We have been held in your hands from the moment that we wake up until we lay our head. Father, I pray that we will sing of your goodness and that we will point directly to you and say it is through you and in you that we can do all things. I pray for these women who are in hard marriages. I pray that you would give them wisdom and discernment to do. I pray that you would bring somebody into their life right now who understands and can guide them biblically what to do. Thank you, Father, for this community. And in your son's precious name, amen. Amen.